Welcome to Inside the Media Minds. I'm your host, Christine Blake. This show features in-depth interviews with tech reporters who share everything from their biggest pet peeves to their favorite stories and give you a behind-the-scenes look at the life of a technology reporter. We'll learn about the person behind the byline and get their thoughts on the top trending stories. From our studio at W2 Communications, let's go Inside the Media Minds. Hey everyone, this is Christine Blake, the host of Inside the Media Minds, and I'm excited because we have Ross Wilkers in the studio today. He is a senior staff writer at Washington Technology. Hey Ross. Hey. Welcome. Thanks for coming in on this rainy day. Um, So we're excited to get to know you better and to learn about your path to Washington Technology and learn about some of the topics you cover and some trends in the industry and the business of government contractors. So let's go ahead and jump on in. Um, So let's start with a a kind of a quick overview of your background and what brought you to journalism and how you got to Wash Tech. Yeah, so I, the Northern Virginia kid, my parents, I was actually born in New Hampshire, so that's a oh, I didn't know that. fun trivia. That's cool. In fact, my parents packed me up and us up and moved down here. You Patriots fan? No. Oh, okay. No. I am, so that's okay. I'm from New England also. Okay. <laughs> well, since since I've lived in Northern Virginia, D.C. area since the one-year-old. And oh, okay. So, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're surrounded by, at least in my case, right, you, you just kind of, you're surrounded by the politics and yeah. news and the and a little bit of sports also mm-hmm. which is a little bit of my background and so I mean, just always wanted to do it to to an extent felt like it was something I could try out mm-hmm. and be be good at and have a little visibility also and so did the journalism track at George Mason yeah went from there uh, and have been around been around since edited another newsletter before that and then joined wt two years ago almost as of march oh wow cool and here's a fun fact that the audience can know about um you and i actually that we both went to george mason and we um had a class together in like 20 we did 2009 2010 and it was a sports journalism class so i don't think either of us are in just sports journalism anymore but it left, it left I, still I mean, I, well, I think at one, uh, Grant Paulson was in our class. Oh, also. Okay. I I think that's right. It's like a pretty I, sweet class, then. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Anyway, Grant moved on to bigger, better things. What's up, Grant? And you know, but think about it. From that class, we are we found our way in the public sector IT media ecosystem Absolutely, eight sure years did. later so sure did yeah so what interested you in Washington technology the publication itself the economics of it you know, makes sense being a subscriber publication so that's mm-hmm. that's one thing I mean that's kind of mm-hmm. it's, it's funny people say that paying for content is kind of the way mm-hmm. of the future and it's new but how did our grandfathers get the newspaper they yeah. bought it they subscribed to it so that's true I don't know that it's anything new, but it's also, it's consequential. And I feel like with all the things that are going on in the federal ecosystem with mm-hmm. technology and and IT and, and all the thrusts that are going on there, covering the industry point of view and mm-hmm. seeing how that's changed and how they compete against each other, just like 
almost like sports journalism. Yeah. It's an interesting allegory allegory yeah. there. It's co- the consequentialness of it inherently makes it interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. And I know we, we had um, Nick Wakeman was actually our, our second guest, I believe, who, um, who you work with. So he um, talked to us a lot about what WT covers. And just to reiterate, it's the, you're covering the business of government contractors, right? Yes. Cool. For t- IT professional services yeah. and there are some adjacencies to that, but that's a sweet spot. So what are some um, like trends that you're seeing currently in that space right now? I know it's kind of an interesting tra- time <laughs> for that space. Yeah, I mean, you, before the Christmas break and the New Year before we went <laughs> yes. off, um, and particularly before this partial shutdown right. mess that's going on, I would have told you just the, the push for commercial IT in the mm-hmm. government space and more of that it's here uh, the US the US military in particular they're going in the direction of a commercial cloud environment and mm-hmm. so you have the entrance of non-traditional players and then you have the traditional systems integration players they're reacting and adjusting to that at the same time okay and then you said that was before the partial shutdown. That's what I would have thing. told you yeah. before the partial shutdown. Got it. And I, yeah, I, I think just the fallout from that, mm-hmm. whenever it ends, that's it's going to be totally good. shifted. It would be the, that's the defining story for this for mm-hmm. this year. I mean, I'll just go ahead and put that out there. I was going to ask you like about we always ask our guests like kind of what do you think is going to be the biggest headline or the defining story? And so you're saying already for like 2019, this is probably like. It's going to be a huge player in the rest right. of the year, totally. So, look, well, well, back. Yeah. The government is going to reopen. Right. That's not, well, part of the government, because you have to remember the Defense mm-hmm. Department, it's, it's still open for business. But I, yeah, I, it, it raises a whole lot of fundamental questions about what the government market is like in terms of just yeah. bringing workers in, the kind of companies that participate. In this, I mean, small. We hear anecdotes a lot about small businesses right. that are looking to enter or gain a foothold, and now all of a sudden they're really, really struggling mm-hmm. and thin on cash. So, what does it mean? What does it mean for that? What does that mean for the agencies trying to just do their do their, do their daily job. business yeah. and put themselves? to do that business five, 10 years from now. Now, what mm-hmm. what does I mean? I don't have an answer for that, but that's gonna be the thing we're yeah. looking to find out. Yeah, we are. We'll definitely have to find out soon, right? Um, so then I, I imagine that covering this topic, it's, it's a very um, kind of a niche, like unique space. Um, how did, what have you learned from writing on, on this industry and in this topic? So, you just learn what these companies do when uh, you you drive along the Dallas Toll Road. You drive along the Dallas Toll Road and you see like, Raytheon, oh. Airbus, Prospecta, yeah. and all these all these different names of companies. You learn you learn what they do, and you learn about the role that this you know government services industry plays in the local economy, and yeah. we all depend on it to an extent, and that's. Mm-hmm. Another fallout of the 
shut down that's you know that's a whole nother yeah. can of worms to open to it's just learning what they do and how some of that's some of the things these companies do are citizen facing sure. i talked to the contractor once that modernizes the it systems that process mm-hmm. our tax returns at the irs oh yeah and i learned that mm-hmm. those systems in many cases are 60 years old okay yep it modernization we've heard that for a while now and i don't imagine that going anywhere anytime soon Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. they they when you when you hear that fact for something for things that that we just kind of do we submit our yeah we were due to submit our taxes in a few years and we don't we don't know how that works and so that was you learn little tidbits like that so yeah. okay, this is actually you forget the business of it this is how i actually interact right. with it yeah as, as a citizen. person it yeah just, it, br- it brings public sector it into it mm-hmm. you start looking at it through a different lens yeah i can see that that's really interesting um so what has been like one of your favorite storylines to cover since you've been at WT for like two years? The partial shutdown is yeah. not, absolutely not on that list, no, no <laughs> joke. I mean, they, okay, we have to have a little gallus humor, right, but it hasn't been fun. No, I, I imagine that. Yeah. I saw your tweet yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick hasn't seen it yet, but you know. So here, I'll, I'll, I'll lift the curtain. There's an inside joke among Fed tech reporters of how we're going to slip a shutdown typo uh, with yeah, yeah. and swap a letter uh-huh. out and see if our editors know this. But I think our editors will give us poetic license <laughs> for that. Sorry, what was your question again? I just I was asking about. Let's see. Oh, what was your favorite? Um, has been one of your favorite stories that you've covered just in your you know in your two years at WT reporting. I think that's been interesting. So one of the things that I enjoy doing is I like to triangulate New York, Wall Street hmm. chat chatter like about the industry with Beltway chatter. Okay. Because they. Because with the bankers and analysts that are, and this isn't just, I like that. This isn't just New York City and well, they're they've done L.A. and yeah, Texas, yeah. Colorado, all over the country. They look at this industry kind of through a different lens, and they're more bold about asking maybe some of the basic questions about the notions mm-hmm. of how this market works that we take for granted. So what are some ways that you are able to kind of like triangulate that? So some, so uh, you, some of them you just form you know, relationships mm-hmm. relationships with and you have conversations mm-hmm. with them also. And a lot of it is just asking around and asking to have a conversation that may lead to an on-the-record mm-hmm. conversation later later as well. You know, it's so many of these watching things of me. There are enough companies in the government services and defense industry that are publicly traded mm-hmm. and have an obligation to tell investors okay. yeah, all, what you're saying. all so their connecting the dots. They tell them all their business, and while it's a small sample size, you can learn a lot about how mm-hmm. any industry works, mm-hmm. and especially this one by hearing some maybe some perspectives that are mm-hmm. outside the 495 corridor because how mm-hmm. could I and it helps me because like okay if somebody were to you know ask me a basic question I don't just sit there uh, <laughs> never thought about that yeah. never thought about it before how does the federal budget work because that 
you know, particularly for investors, that's the number one question yeah. they have. They just okay. don't. They don't know. They don't understand huh. it. It's it's so different than commercial market because you have one customer. True. So this isn't really a market it is secret. This isn't a market. It's customer. Yeah. But it kind of is a market, but. But it's servicing one customer. It's right. different than like you know having a ton of different customers available to you, millions. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, when you first started writing about technology, like how did you familiarize yourself with it? Some of these concepts are so, you know, in the weeds sometimes. It is, it is to to a de- to a big degree. Mm-hmm. Um, that a lot of it devolves into uh, what I call ones and zeros speak, yeah. where you mm-hmm. focus on you know the specific how it works, and and then it almost like becomes reading the directions manual to yeah. technology and so i think the way the way that i it doesn't apply to everybody at least the way we try to attack it at Washington technologies maybe not necessarily be in the weeds of the technology so to speak but maybe ask a different set of questions yeah. about technology like considering what, your audience right what mm-hmm. what's you know what is the addressable market or does the agency does agency x or agency y mm-hmm. you know, really really want to do this what's their thrust mm-hmm. what's their thrust for doing it what's the business case mm-hmm. for it got it that's interesting um so when you you know you probably have a lot of different sources mm-hmm. and contacts and like are you continuously building that like what is your approach for getting those people you know talking to you and giving you the info yeah so i try to go to as many events as possible yeah. that are hosted by mm-hmm. the profession different professional Associations. I try to actually schedule some executive interviews around around, yeah. around them because you know, even though so, just a little bit about our company, right? There's yeah. Washington Technology, and then there's FCW. That's mm-hmm. more you know, air quote here, agency centric, yeah. or more contractor centric. But I'll still, you can still see me sometimes at the events that you know, FCW goes okay, to because it because it gives me an idea of what the what the you know what the government is thinking mm-hmm. you know what and what leaders are thinking when they give those speeches yeah right and so it, it informs my questions to company company executives yeah and to my analysts also when i mm-hmm. when i talk to them also so scheduling interviews around those events because then it leads to the question like hey i just you know we just we just heard yeah some cio at a federal agency talk about this type of procurement you know what, what do you, you think about what it? do you think about it mm-hmm. and what and what do you watch for that's a good that's a good point are you um so there's a, you know a lot of local events in this area which is good are you gonna um be out at rsa public sector day no <laughs> i know that's a big day. one that no, I, 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 so i've uh, someday i'm gonna make it out yeah. to california in the pacific ocean but i just <laughs> haven't Mm-hmm. I haven't done that on the bucket list. So what are some key events um, in this area that you think are really valuable for that you would recommend for people to, to attend? Let's see. There's, so every, I think it's in every fall, the Professional Services Council hosts, uh-huh. a, hosts a conference with industry speakers and analysts, and so they, mm-hmm. they you know, cover that. These aren't ones that I go to mm-hmm. necessarily. But some of the institutional investment firms that have analysts mm-hmm. that watch this sector, they will have investor conferences. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in New in New York, Chicago, you name it, and they'll have a they'll have a company executive 
well, it's not the, the chief financial officer. Mm-hmm. You know, just do a fireside chat with an ounce, yeah. kind of like kind of like what we're yeah. doing, right? Those those, even though it's web stream and I don't attend them in person per se, they are illuminating because you have because you're hearing company executive one uh-huh. they're trying to tell people how they're trying to make money but they have to explain it in the clearest terms mm-hmm. possible because they're outside the bellway right mm-hmm. so it's a different audience and they have to mm-hmm. bring it to bring it to a certain level yeah what are so some, to speak and it's interesting you bring up like it's interesting for me to hear about like the audience that you're writing for and what are some things that you have to keep in mind when you're communicating to your audience I can assume the nice part about a trade publication is I can assume, we can assume a certain level Especially of Especially because of the economics of it, like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the, one of the things to keep in mind is, one, we are talking to contractors and not necessarily, although gov- we do have, certainly have a government readership, yeah. you know, right, with the FCW thing, but our audience wants to know they want to know where the business is. Yeah. They want to watch where the dollars mm-hmm. move. So you know, our contract coverage gets mm-hmm. a lot of that because we have a big business development readership. So they want to they want to see right what you know what's this procurement that agency X is doing. What's this one? Mm-hmm. This one for Y and a little bit of budget, a little bit of budget speak as well. And that's yeah. especially coming into play with some of the political disagreements right now right exactly yeah and then aside from you know maybe there's nothing else but aside from the the partial shutdown being a huge storyline right now in this space is there any other big initiatives or trends that you think are going to kind of come to the forefront in 2019 as we're just starting out the year jedi 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 yeah let's talk about that (laughs) yeah so i I think actually it's in the spirit of the you know, media is all about hot takes, right? So we have to we have to make our outlandish predictions. <laughs> I don't think it really matters whether we call it Jedi, mm-hmm. whether this Defense Department commercial cloud contract. Because let's say they stop doing Jedi tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And just for background, yeah, Carlos, can you just provide some quick context into like the what you're about to say because I just want to make sure everyone understands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Defense Department has this contract called Jedi, and I don't remember what it said, but it's basically they are buying a commercial cloud right. environment from the commercial industry, and they specifically wrote the contract to mm-hmm. buy from your not from the tip of the Beltway. From more commercial companies, right. yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so Am- yeah. Amazon, Microsoft, Oracle, IBM. Yeah. So it's under protest by Oracle, It's and that's being heard in the court, and so that process will work its, will work its way out this mm-hmm. year, but we'll, we'll be watching that. Yeah. Even if it were to be stopped tomorrow, the, defense, the U.S. military has told industry, we want a commercial cloud, and we are going to go to... Mm-hmm. The commercial cloud they'll just call it something different sure and, and so that makes it's it may be a slow change of how mm-hmm. they go there but they're still going in that direction where it's not going to be business as usual they they essentially are saying we want 
maybe not the same, but a similar tool, product that say is you and I use on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. You think about Google Drive, yeah. mm -hmm. Office 365. I don't know, we, yeah. use, Apple, we use Office 365 and Outlook at Absolutely. work. And so that's mm -hmm. the direction that they're going. And that's, you know, what kind of, that's going to change the landscape mm -hmm. in the same way that the CIA awarded a commercial cloud contract to Amazon yeah. six years ago. So how does Jedi change the market? I don't know yet, but it's raising all sorts of fundamental, all sorts of questions, fundamental yeah. questions. Interesting. Well, I'm excited to see what happens. We'll have to follow your coverage. Well, it, and, and, and let's, it's a clash of the, it's a clash of the titans. It really is, though. In, yeah. In, in terms of that, and it, and so the way these companies are fighting, are jockeying for position, it's very, uh -huh. very different than, say, if the you know, quote unquote traditional government contractors were mm -hmm. jockeying. For oh yeah, it. totally different. Because yeah. it's bringing all different types of players into the game and different tactics. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I'm excited to see what happens with it. Yeah, because it's high, the the commercial IT marketplace. If you think if you think public sector IT marketplace is competitive oh, yeah. versus vendors, Silicon Valley, that's something else. Yeah. We bought, if 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 anybody's watched HBO Silicon Valley, I mean, that, uh -huh. from what I hear, that's somewhat close to the truth about how yeah, you know, competitive that environment is, and it's doggy dog and all that. Yeah. I think it's going to be um, huge and, and fascinating to see kind of how that ends up panning out this year. I can't tell you how it's going to pan I out. I know. Right? It's going to be interesting. We'll have to see. We'll have to follow um, your coverage, like yes. I said. <laughs> um, and then I know before we wrap up, I know that um, you guys at WT have a podcast too, right? Yes. Like, yes. Talk to me about some of the cool things that you guys are doing over there. So it's, it's, it's called Project 38, mm -hmm. and it's collection of interviews with executives in the market about what it's going what what will the public sector IT marketplace and professional mm -hmm. services yeah. also what will that look like in 20 in 2038 mm -hmm. so it's 2038 2038 so it started recording last year 2018 so what's it going to look like okay that's 20 cool. years from now that's cool that's um that's a, certainly a prediction yeah so we've had to tape a couple emergency episodes because of the shutdown and yeah. we did a, a year-end wrap sure also um but you know, the we're starting to see the some of the traditional services companies also ask those questions mm -hmm. questions now mm -hmm. right and so that it's where you know full credit to nick he came up with the idea but that, <laughs> i that's listened to it the other day and i i thought it was it was really cool it's definitely oh, a different you. perspective to look at look out that far like you know 20 years um i think that's really cool yeah and particularly the more some of the more interesting interviews if you do you do the archives yeah. there are a lot of former executives now uh -huh. that are out of industry but still kind of around and doing other things that are kind of adjacent to that and so they i find those I find former executives. Did you ask me the question about you know mm -hmm. who who do I talk to? Yeah. I like talking to former executives sure. in a way also because they're now that they're Different out, perspective. Now that they're outside of that, maybe they they can ask they ask themselves you know, different questions and yeah. we process those mm -hmm. together because they're they're still in it but not as embedded not in it, it yeah. at the same time. 
Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Um, and one thing I was thinking about too is, um, was gonna say, oh yeah, in addition to that, what, um, you know, if, what advice or tips do you have for, for companies who want to speak to WT and want to get, um, you know, conversation with you? What, what are some tips and best practices you think for PR people or executives that, you know, want to talk to you? Yeah, for, so the, the first thing I do, so I am, I know I can only speak for myself. Can't speak for yeah. you know other boards. I do read every email that is sent to me. So that's I'm, a lot of reading, Ross. It, it, it is. <laughs> well, so uh, half of it is actually media e newsletters. Sure. So I kind of I read them when convenient, but mm-hmm. sometimes so I do read FCWs and ours every day. Yeah, you have to. So, I got. Um, I think I got yours like a little while ago. Um, I just heard the ding and I saw it come through. Ding. Good. <laughs> um, so I read it and I know. The pitches and I and so it's very mm-hmm. you, know, you do this long enough it's you very know. easy to filter you know the people that did their research and the people that don't um, WashingtonTechnology.com the about section read it read it please mm-hmm. um, that's one thing that we hear often on this podcast is you know re- do your research and read about like who's truly covering what what you want them to cover it's like if they're not a fit they're they're not a fit but just make sure you do that service so that you're not just wasting everyone's time one of the one of the weirdest questions i sometimes get well first off the i think the the pitches i do save are the automated ones where it says hi parentheses reporter's name oh lord oh yeah yeah no that's not good those those aren't those aren't good not good Um, but the the one the ones that like that kind of confuse me are the ones that ask like you know what stories are you they ask me what stories are you working on i'm like well hmm. so it, it it can go both ways yeah. so sometimes i'm like you know okay tell me what stories i should be working on sure. but then on the on the other extent you know there's you know firms like mm-hmm. you and yeah. you know, some of your peers mm-hmm. in the space where it's like you know if you already have that that relationship with yeah. me that's a fair that's certainly a fair oh question. yeah yeah i can see it. but if out of the blue you're just like hey what are you working on it's kind of i can see how that could be a lot yes so i think it kind of it has to be dependent on the relationship it does it does i mean some of the you know particularly for the one for the companies that are pure in this space you know i admit that it is maybe somewhat easier mm-hmm. for them because they already know us but yeah i mean at least for me at least you know email is the first option but yeah. please read please read the about yeah. section i do understand and i'm a little sympathetic i'm a, I'm actually very sympathetic to some of you in your position yeah. especially if, you know because we are a subscriber uh-huh. based publication it may be a little more difficult to penetrate to oh yeah, to like really get in there. Yeah. Sense. So I do, you know, I do understand, but you know, again, I go back to the about section. Yeah, <laughs> that should that should tell you that's just vice. Cool. Yeah. No, that's great. This has been um, good conversation. So thanks, Ross, for coming in the studio today. We learned a lot about you, and we'll definitely be following your coverage closely. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming in, and for everyone listening, um, stay tuned for our um, next podcast. And go ahead and subscribe and rate and review and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.